Okay, as the sun rises in the east, good morning, everybody. Of course, uh, around the world, you may be in a different time zone, so you may not be seeing the sun rising as I do here in central Illinois. Good morning, Dan. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm okay. I've been dealing with more sinus issues that I think are more related to my previous sinus issues several years ago were related to uh, uh, wheat, wheat products. And so I had to give up wheat products in order to regain my breathing ability, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. But but recently I've had an issue develop, which I think is more due to radiation, uh, from uh, microwave radiation from my uh, router, okay? So I, I bought a, a great, you know, uh, what did they call it, uh, Faraday cage to put around the router and uh, I developed headaches and uh, my eyes hurt, which is uh, typical radiation poisoning uh, symptoms. And those have gotten better the last three days since I've been using that Faraday cage. So uh, I'm hoping I'll get a complete recovery like I did last time. Okay, but man, this radiation business that's going on, we're being, and they haven't even rolled out 5G yet, not most uh, most of the country, just in certain areas mm-hmm. of the country. So it's going to get worse, folks. The radiation, they're trying to kill us, <laughs> right? Because the the shot is not killing us fast enough, and especially in America, uh, where we're seeing uh, this Uvalde, Texas school shooting. Uh, uh, Dave Gehari and I are going to do a show on that tonight, uh, pick that apart and find out what's really going on there. But nevertheless, as uh, Dan and I were talking before, yeah, metal metal window screen, any kind of screen material will shield you from the radiation and uh, things like that. So I'll, I'll probably be doing a show about that uh, next Friday on Yahweh's Covenant People. And uh, But... Uh, this another shooting that's going to be blamed on guns, and fortunately for us, Dan, the shooter is a, a Latino, so they can't blame it on white supremacists, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Okay, they'll try really hard, but they won't be able to go that route, you know, as they did. Who was the Mexican guy uh, with the uh, who was who had to shoot that black kid who attacked him? Oh, this is many years ago. Oh, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Over right. the Skittles. Uh, whatever yeah. his name was. I, yeah. I can't think of it now. Yeah, the guy had a, there's a Mexican who had a Germanic last name, right? And so they said, he was a white supremacist, right? No, he was a Mexican. <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> right? So they will go to any leaps and bounds of logic to describe it as a white supremacist, but not this time. Zimmerman, thank you, Brother Aber. Zimmerman, George yeah. Zimmerman, yeah. Yep, yeah. And, uh, you know, they will, <clears throat> so he had a Germanic sounding last name because there were a lot of Germans in Mexico, uh, just before the Civil War, you know, the French, uh, Spanish, Germans, British, they were all there in Mexico, you know, all trying to grab a piece of the Mexican pie, right? So anyway, today we're going to be talking, uh, uh, What's uh, Joshua, chapters 18, 19, etc. Yeah, he was a half Jew. Thank you very much, Brother Abair. Yeah, half Jew. And a lot of these shooters, oh man, if you want to talk about Jews, you go down the list of the main school shooters, the vast majority of them are Jews. The vast majority of them are Jewish kids who've obviously been brainwashed either by their parents or by the you know, the local synagogue. <laughs> 
to to go in and start shooting the place up, right? But most of them are, you know, uh, Manchurian candidates who have been uh, prepared for something like this. But in this case, uh, the the kid looks more like he's just an angry young Latino, <laughs> right? <laughs> Who's been spending too much time playing computer shoot 'em up computer games, right? That's probably what it is in this case. But nevertheless, they will use the incident to start decrying guns again. Oh, we have to get rid of guns. Uh, wow. Okay. The, it will never stop, Dan. It will never stop until the second coming. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not so sure this whole thing's real either. Just yeah. Like Sandy I know. Hook and Boston Marathon and all this. Yeah. Yeah. Events. I, I just don't know if, if any of them. Yeah. You, I just. You think. People get killed every day. Somebody get, gets killed every day. But, you know, why does the media only pick certain stories to cover? Because they can control yeah. the narrative. Yeah, it has a dramatic similarity to the one in Florida, Broward County, where the, the local sheriff was a Jew. Something Israel was his last name. And it's very, very similar in that the cops just stood around twiddling their thumbs while, while <laughs> the shooting was going on, right? And then you mm-hmm. have to wonder, well, did, uh, when they finally did storm the school, did uh, was the shooter uh, really the one shooting or was it the uh, stormtroopers that came in and did the – we have no way of knowing what actually happened, mm-hmm. all right? Yeah. So anyway, uh, obviously government's not working. <laughs> it's working against us, put it that way. Okay, so we got a couple of interesting developments here in the book of Joshua that we'll cover as we get into it. So let's go and start uh, Joshua chapter 18. Over to you. Okay, here we go. And the whole congregation of the children of Israel assembled together at Shiloh and set up the tabernacle of the congregation there. And the land was subdued before them. And there remained among the children of Israel seven tribes, which had not yet received their inheritance. And Joshua said unto the children of Israel, How long are ye slack to go to possess the land, which the Lord Yahweh, God of your fathers, has given you? Give out from among you three men for each tribe, and I will send them, and they shall rise and go through the land and describe it according to the inheritance of them, and they shall come again to me. And they shall divide it into seven parts. Judah shall abide in their coast on the south, and the house of Joseph shall abide in their coast on the north. Ye shall therefore describe the land into seven parts, and bring the description hither to me, that I may cast lots for you here before Yahweh our God. But the Levites have no part among you, for the priesthood of Yahweh is their inheritance. And Gad and Reuben and half the tribe of Manasseh have received their inheritance beyond Jordan on the east, which Moses, the servant of Yahweh, gave them. And the men arose and went away. And Joshua charged them that went to describe the land, saying, Go and walk through the land and describe it, and come again to me, that I may here cast lots for you before Yahweh in Shiloh. And the men went and passed through the land and described it by cities into seven parts in a book and came again to Joshua to the host at Shiloh. And Joshua cast lots for them in Shiloh before Yahweh. And there Joshua divided the land unto the children of Israel according to their divisions. 
And the lot of the tribe of the children of Benjamin came up according to their families. And the coast of their lot came forth between the children of Judah and the children of Joseph. And their border on the north side was from Jordan. And the border went up to the side of Jericho on the north side and went up through the mountains westward. And the goings out thereof were at the wilderness of beth Okay, now uh, it appears that uh, Joshua was trying to give all the tribes some coastal land, okay, because the Israelites, although they hadn't, who knows, they might have been building ships while they were in Egypt. It's, we're just not told whether they were or not. But it's real obvious that all 12 Israelite tribes were good shipbuilders and seafarers, okay, as our people have always been. So uh, this is probably the reason. So each tribe had access to the sea. Back to you. Verse 13. And the border went over from thence toward Luz, to the side of Luz, which is Bethel, southward. And the border descended to Atarathadar near the hill that lies on the south side of the near Bethoron. And the border was drawn thence, encompassed the corner of the sea southward, from the hill that lieth before Bethoron southward, and the goings out thereof were Kerjath-Baal, which is Kerjath-Jerim, a city of the children of Judah. This was the west quarter. And the south quarter was from the end of Kerjath-Jerim, and the border went out on the west, and went out to the well of the waters of Naphtali. And the border came down to the end of the mountain that lieth before the valley of the son of Hinnom, and which is in the valley of the giants on the north, and descended to the valley of Hinnom, to the side of Jebusi on the south, and descended to Enrogel, and was drawn from the north, and went forth to in Shemesh, and went forth toward Gileoth, which is over against the going up of Adumim, and descended to the stone of Bohan, the son of Reuben, and passed along toward the side over against Arabah northward, and went down to Arabah. And the border passed along to the side of Bethholgah northward, and the outgoings of the border were at the north bay of the Salt Sea at the south end of Jordan. This was the south coast. And Jordan was the border of it on the east side. This was the inheritance of the children of Benjamin by the coast thereof, round about according to their families. Now the cities of the tribe of the children of Benjamin, according to their families, were Jericho and Beth Hoglah and the valley of Keziz and Betharabah, and Zimaramin, and Bethel, and Avim, and Pera, and Ophrah, and Chephamani, and Ophni, and Gaba, twelve cities with their villages, Gibeon, and Ramah, and Beeroth, and Mizpah, and Chepharah, and Moza, and Rechem, and Erpil, and Tarala, and Zelah, Eleth, and Jebusai, and Jebusi, which is Jerusalem, Gibeath, and Kerjath, 14 cities with their villages. This is the inheritance of the children of Benjamin according to their families. Okay. Uh, is, is, it says Jebusi, which is Jerusalem. Is it to be equated with the city of Jerusalem? 
or is this a different uh, I guess it is so I guess maybe Jebusi was just another word for Jerusalem okay maybe a a nickname for Jerusalem so uh, because I haven't uh, not familiar with this term previously although we did go through the Old Testament previously <laughs> you know we didn't focus uh, we didn't do such careful study last time we just tried to get through it right because it's such a mm-hmm. vast undertaking so uh, that's probably what's going on here now the uh, the thing that was running through my mind as I uh, I read this <clears throat> previous to our show was I was curious how it wound up that the Benjaminites wound up on the other side uh, of Samaria from the Judahites, you know, in the days of Christ. You know, how in the world did that happen? And uh, uh, But I think we should leave that study for another time when we actually get into the New Testament. But there's an interesting uh, uh, study on this that uh, is talking about Benjamin and how... Uh, you know, the, the, there were various prophets. How many prophets actually came from Benjamin? So if you want to read that little story for us, that's a really good story. Is uh, this in the article that we were discussing? Yeah, it's one of the two articles. Uh, here, let me... Uh, I'm trying to find because it right now. I could not find that other... Uh, oh, oh, okay. Well, this is Bible Tools. It's the Bible Tools article. Okay. All right. So if you don't have it, you know it's it's not very long. I can I can go and do it. All right. So uh, yeah, let me just go there, and uh, okay. what the what the Bible says about Elijah as native of Galilee. Okay, and uh, I never paid attention to what tribe he was from, but apparently he was a Benjaminite. Uh, so John seven forty one to fifty two. Had so uh, I like this commentary. It actually takes the Jews to task. Had these doubters really searched, they would have found that several prophets came from Galilee. Micah was from Morasheth Gath in Galilee, Micah 1.1. I don't know if that was one of the cities you recounted there. Elijah of Gilead was a native of Galilee, 1 Kings 17.1. Jonah was from Gath-Hefer in Galilee, 2 Kings 14.25. See Joshua 19.13. We'll, we'll get into that uh, briefly. Nahum and Hosea may have hailed from Galilee as well. These people's argument that no prophet arose from Galilee was completely without merit. Because, see, that, that was the Pharisaic argument against Yeshua, that uh, mm-hmm. what good can come out of Galilee? <laughs> yeah. Right? Okay. So... Uh, so that uh, the context here wasn't given by the author. He just went right into it. So anyway, uh, but uh, that no prophet arose out of, out of Galilee. This, this idea was completely without merit. Most important, their argument totally neglected Isaiah's prophecy about Christ's own Galilean ministry. He was to shine as a light in the darkness in the inheritances of Naphtali and Zebulon, in, quote, Galilee of the Gentiles, Isaiah 9, uh, 1 and 2. Okay? Now, here uh, proves that the word Gentiles is a false usage, right? Because it should be nations, the Galilee of the Israelite nations, namely Naphtali and Zebulon. As so often happens, the jingoists among the Jews (laughs) 
mix truth with fallacy. Oh, they do that? They correctly understood two things about Christ's birth and descent. First, they understood Isaiah 11, Jeremiah 23, and Jeremiah 33, which indicate that Christ would descend from David. He would be of Judah, the scepter tribe, Genesis 49.10. Second, they understood that Christ would come from Bethlehem, the home of David. 1 Samuel 20, verse 6, which he quotes here, But you, Bethlehem Ephratah, though thou art little among the thousands of Judah, Yet out of you shall come forth to me the one to be ruler in Israel, whose goings forth have been from of old, from everlasting. I think the intention here is that they have been foretold. Yet notice the detail of Micah's prophecy they missed. He does not say that the Messiah would reside in Bethlehem, but that he would be come forth from it, which is exactly what he did. Joseph had to come to Bethlehem as Jesus' birth, at Jesus' birth, because he had to pay taxes in his hometown. We can deduce from Christ's genealogies that both Joseph and Mary hailed from Bethlehem. Their ancestors include David, Jesse, Obed, and Boaz, Luke 3, 20, or 32. All men of Bethlehem, see Ruth 1, 2, 4, 1 Samuel 16 and 17. Sometime after Christ's birth, Joseph returned to Nazareth in Galilee, where he and Mary reared Jesus. He began his ministry from Galilee, not Judah, as Isaiah 9 uh, foretold. Mark 1, 14, 15 records a partial fulfillment of Isaiah's prophecy. Compare this passage with its counterpart, Matthew four twelve to 17 which quotes Isaiah 9, 1 and 2, and points out that Christ fulfilled Isaiah's prophecy regarding his Galilean ministry. Now, uh, we'll be getting more into the tribe of Benjamin later on as we go into the book of Judges, where we have some internecine warfare between the Benjaminites and the other tribes, which is a really ugly period. But anyway, believe it or not, this group of people failed to recognize their Messiah because of his place of residence because he lived in Galilee. Well, what's he doing way up there? You know, it's like in, a, in a, Chicago is known as the second city. You know, what good can good thing can come from Chicago, right? Thus, we have dubbed them jingoists, people driven by inordinate national. No, it's far worse for the Jews than nationalism. Anyway, behind their reason for rejecting Christ that no prophet ever did or ever would come from Galilee lurks an irrational, arrogant, prejudice against anything not of Judea. Well, uh, that's accurate. These people were part of the power elite of the day. and Yeah, they were called Pharisees, part of the religious establishment centered in Jerusalem. Classic xenophobes, he says. They wanted nothing to do with Galilee. Well, I'm sure they, they did trade with Galilee. Situated uh, to the north of Judea, Galilee was home to an enclave of Judeans, who had migrated northward since the time of Ezra and Nehemiah. So, so, so this uh, partially answers my question: How did they? How did the Benjaminites wind up north uh, in Galilee, uh, northward since the time of Ezra and Nehemiah? Geogra- geography and doctrine separated Galilee from Jerusalem. Well, the the I think the main difference of doctrine was uh, Galilee was not infested with Pharisees. 
Exactly. Okay. All right. Yeah. And so uh, one more point here. Oh, this is by Charles Whitaker, 1944 to 2021. So he just died last year. One more uh, comment here. Though far from perfect, the Galileans were doctrinally purer than the Jews to the south. For example, the Galileans observed the 14th Passover, while many of those in Jerusalem, as we know, kept Passover on the 15th of Nisan, John 18.28. Between Judea and Galilee was Samaria, home to the so-called Gentile interlopers that the Jews hated. Well, the the vast majority of those were actually uh, Samaritans of the ten northern tribes who remained behind. And, of course, the... uh, the Assyrians had placed other uh, other nationalities in the same territory, so that was a really mixed bag. Okay, Samaria was a really mixed uh, bag by the time of Christ. So, uh, home to the he uses the term Gentile interlopers, the Jews hated, and uh, so did the Judahites, because they were not uh, they were not of Israel. These were the people the Assyrians brought into the area when they deported the house of Israel the ten northern tribes around 721, 718 B.C. So this guy knows a little bit of history (laughs) and is able to comment fairly rationally on what happened. Okay, so let's continue with Joshua. Unless you have a comment here on on, uh, this uh, this statement by Charles Whitaker. Well, I think we can compare Jerusalem back then to like the New York City of today. Okay. Yeah. Be a fair comparison with all uh, the Jews. You I know, think that so. Infested Jerusalem. Yeah, except for the fact there's hardly any Judahites. <laughs> yeah, right. that's true. <laughs> right. There might be a few. All right. So yeah, I mean, uh, if if they're smart, if our Israelite brethren in New York City don't get out soon, uh, you know, judgment will fall upon that, especially because it's home to the United Nations building. Whoa! And uh, who's uh, who's that uh, Congress critter? <laughs> AOC, Alexandria. Oh, yeah. yeah, right. And you don't want to be anywhere near her. <laughs> no, 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 no. All right, let's get back to Joshua. Okay. okay, chapter nineteen. And the second lot came forth to Simeon, even for the tribe of the children of Simeon, according to their families, and their inheritance was within the inheritance of the children of Judah. And they had in their inheritance Beersheba, or Sheba, and Moladah, and Hazashul, and Bela, and Azam, and Eltalad, and Bethul, and Horma, and Ziklag, and Beth Markaboth, and Hazar Susha, and Bethel Baoth, and Sharuhin, 13 cities and their villages. Ain, Rimmon, and Ether, and Ashan, four cities and their villages, and all the villages that were round about these cities to Baalathbir, Ramath of the south. This is the inheritance of the tribe of the children of Simeon, according to their families. Okay, out of now, the portion. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, uh, please continue. Sorry. Uh, out of the portion of their. Out of the portion of the children of Judah was the inheritance of the children of Simeon. For the part of the children of Judah was too much for them. Therefore, the children of Simeon had their inheritance within the inheritance of them. 
Did you want to? Okay, yeah, comment? because because uh, this is confusing, and uh, uh, how did this come about? So it's, it's saying pretty evidently that the Simeonites were given a portion of the land that was originally allotted to Judah. And uh, so I was wondering, well, what are the details of this? Because uh, sometimes uh, the the tribe of Simeon gets lost in the migrations. Did they stay with Judah for the rest of history? Did some of the Simeonites leave Judah and accompany the ten northern tribes? And so this is one of the interesting questions I'm trying to figure out. So there's uh, this article that I sent you on the subject, uh, which is preceptaustin.org, Joshua 19 commentary. If you have that queued up, yeah, uh, uh, from where it says Vine on Lot, this is the Bible commentator, Vine, and he uh, talks about how the lot was uh, given. And then, uh, and then the, the under George Bush notes critical and practical on the book of Joshua. Uh, another George Bush, <laughs> somebody who, was, who wasn't president. <laughs> so, yeah, so if you would read those two sections, okay. I think it'll provide some uh, interesting uh, background to uh, Reuben here. Okay. Or, I mean, Simeon. Okay. Yeah. Okay, here's the first one, Vine on Lot, Goral. Strong comes from the uh, Strong's Word, 1486, Lot. The word is attested 77 times, and in all periods of the language, if a traditional view of the formation of the canon is accepted, Goral represents the lot which was cast to discover the will of God in a given situation. And Aaron shall cast lots upon the two goats, one lot for the Lord and the other lot for the scapegoat. Leviticus chapter 16, verse 8 was the first occurrence. Exactly what casting the lot involved is not known. Since the land of Palestine was allocated among the tribes by the casting of the lot, these allotments came to be known as their lots. This then was the lot of the tribe of the children of Judah by their families even to the border of Edom, Joshua chapter 15, verse 1. In an extended use, the word goral represents the idea, fate, or destiny. And behold, at evening tide, trouble, and before the morning he is not. This is the portion of them that spoil us, and the lot of them that rob us. Isaiah chapter 17, verse 14. Ooh, that's an interesting prophecy if it's about the Edomites and the Jew world order, <laughs> right? I think <laughs> it, the night is falling on them as we speak. Back to you. Since God is viewed as controlling all things absolutely, the result of the casting of the lot is divinely controlled. The lot is cast into the lap, but its every decision is from the Lord. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 33. Thus, providence, divine control of history, is frequently figured as one's lot. Okay, I mean, right. As, so, he was always figured as one's lot. So we still use that terminology today for the lot that you live on. If you own property, you live on a lot, right? 
Yeah. And then mm-hmm. your lot is the, the hand you're dealt, right? Okay. So, okay. So let's roll out the roulette wheel and, and get the, uh, the dice and have Lady Luck blow on the dice and roll them. And this is, this is how Ruben got their land. So the next section, please. Okay. And this is George Bush, Notes Critical and Practical on the Book of Joshua, Chapter 19. The second lot came forth. See chapter 18, verse 11. For the tribe of the children of Simeon, exegetical of the preceding word Simeon, showing that the names of persons are employed, as we have often elsewhere remarked, in a collective sense for the political bodies, the tribes, kingdoms, or countries of which they are the founders. Yeah, actually this is a very good point because a lot of people uh, in Judeo-Christianity don't understand that the word Jerusalem often is a word for the 12 tribes collectively, okay? Not just that physical place, but is used of the 12 tribes collectively. So that's a very important point. Okay, back to you. Their inheritance was within the inheritance of the children of Judah. It would seem that the first rude survey had led to an erroneous impression of the extent of the country. They had supposed it to be much larger than it really was. Under this impression, they had assigned a large territory to Judah, taking it for granted that the lots of the other tribes would be in the same proportion. But upon closer examination, it was found that at that rate of assignment, the land would not hold out. And some of the tribes must be very much scanted or left wholly destitute of their just inheritance. The obvious expedient was to take a part of the territory of Judah and allot it to Simeon. The inheritance of this tribe, therefore, is said to have fallen within the inheritance of Judah because it was included within the original limits of the latter tribe and is elsewhere seldom or never spoken of as a distinct district. In this arrangement, the providence of God is to be especially noted as Jacob, in the spirit of prophecy, had foretold that Simeon and Levi should be divided in Jacob and scattered in Israel. Genesis chapter 49, verse 7. This was accordingly most literally fulfilled in the manner in which these tribes were now disposed of. Levi was scattered throughout all the land, not having received any distinct inheritance, but only certain cities to dwell in. And Simeon as we here learn, was divided or dispersed over the territories of Judah instead of having one of their own. This arrangement brought them into confederacy with the tribe of Judah, Judges chapter 1, verse 3, and afterwards was the occasion of the adherence to adherence of many of this tribe to the house of David at the time of the revolt of the ten tribes to Jeroboam, Second Chronicles chapter 15, verse 9. Out of Simeon, they fell to Asa in abundance. Okay, so that explains why the uh, Simeonites are so closely attached to the tribe of Judah. And it's something uh, that, you know, yeah, is, we're really vaguely aware of. But there's a map up here uh, as part of the post. I put the link in the chat room that it shows Judah down to the border of uh, the Edomites. Okay, with the Salt Sea in between as well, uh, the Salt Sea between Judah and Moab. 
but Simeon is shown entirely within the territory of Judah. So I think uh, probably when the ten northern tribes were taken captive, it's possible that some Simeonites were up there with the other ten tribes, but uh, I guess maybe as part of the civil war, that was created by uh, Solomon when he disobeyed, and uh, the, t- the two houses were created thereafter. Some Simeonites sided with Judah and others did not, so it's hard to say how many Simeonites actually went with the ten northern tribes, okay? But uh, this is a really good uh, description of how the lot of Simeon was parsed out, okay? So the vast majority of them, in fact, all of Simeon's entire territory was within the territory of Judah, okay? But nevertheless, they probably had a lot of, what do you call it, uh, you know, of their own uh, cultural heritage separate from Judah, although probably not much. <laughs> All right, back to you. Okay, we are, are we going to read more of this article? Or oh, no, no, uh, no. I, I just wanted to get the, the boundaries, the territory, their lot straight, you know, where exactly it was. Okay. All right. Back to you. All right. All right. Um, Chapter 19, we are on Zebulon. Zebulon, verse 10. And the third lot came up for the children of Zebulon, according to their families. And the border of their inheritance was unto Sarid. And their border went up toward the sea and Merilah and reached to Dabasheth and reached to the river that is before Jotnium. And turned from Sarid eastward toward the sun rising unto the border of Kislathabor, and then goeth out to Debereth, and goeth up to Jephiah, and from thence passeth along, passeth on along on the east to get a heifer to Itahak. It a hexen, <laughs> yeah, go, yeah, get a heifer. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then goeth out to Rimon Methor, to mm. Nia. So all these names, were these the names of the towns as they were given to the, by the Canaanites? Interesting uh, question. Apparently, I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah. Or did they go naming these places as they went along? I don't think they had time to name these places, right? So these are probably, you know, well, not all of these territories were Canaanite possessions. Most of them were, what do you call it, the Philistines were also present in these territories, but they were not descendants of Canaan. All right, back to you. So do you think a lot of these aren't Israelite, weren't named by the Israelites, or were they already named? I believe so. Yeah, uh, I'll see if I can find this out. But uh, yeah, they, they don't sound like Hebrew names, <laughs> right? Okay, I'm butchering them, whatever they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, rightly so because these, these are tongue twisters. Yeah. Okay. All right. Verse fourteen, and the border compasseth it on the north side to Hanathon, and the outgoings thereof are in the valley of Jephthahel, and Kathath. And Nahalal, and Shimron, and Idalah, and Bethlehem, twelve cities with their villages. This is the inheritance of the children of Zebulun according to their families, these cities with their villages. And the okay. fourth lot. Uh, yeah, came on that out. point, uh, on the question you asked, well, the uh, well Bethlehem uh, was was named before the Israelites invaded. Okay. 
and Ephratah. It was actually Bethlehem Ephratah. It was given this uh, surname uh, because uh, Ephratah simply means abundant, fruitful. Okay, to distinguish it from another Bethlehem that was in the territory of the ten northern tribes. So otherwise, there were, uh, you know, to make sure we get the right Bethlehem, it was given us uh, Bethlehem Ephratah in the south, in the territory of Judah. Back to you. Verse 17. <clears throat> and the fourth lot came out to Issachar for the children of Issachar, according to their families. And their border was toward Jezreel and Chesaloth and Shunem, and Hapharaim, and Shion, and Anaharath, and Rabbath, and Kishion, and Abez, and Remeth, and Inganim, and Inhada, and Beth Pazez. And the coast reacheth to Tabor, and Shahazima, and Beth Shemesh, and the outgoings of their border were at Jordan, sixteen cities with their villages. This is the inheritance of the tribe of the children of Issachar, according to their families, the cities, and their villages. Okay, uh, did I miss the uh, coast coastline of Zebulon? Maybe it wasn't mentioned, but we know the Zebulonites are, are the Dutch. So uh, they're some of the greatest seafarers of the 12 tribes, right? But I don't, yeah. I didn't, I didn't catch where they get any coastline. All right. Well, now the Bible that I have, and I'm looking at the map of, of it, Zebulon doesn't have any, uh, they're landlocked. Really? This. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I don't know how accurate this is. You've got Asher and Manasseh who are on the coast. Okay. But they are kind of landlocked between Asher and Manasseh. Okay. So, so that's also, accurate that is. yeah. Yeah, now I wonder if the Simeonites uh, were, um, well, the Simeonites are obviously landlocked. Um, Yeah, they're uh, right in the middle of Judah. Yeah, right. According to this map that I have. But we know for sure that the Zebulonites were great seafarers, so they couldn't have been too Mm -hmm. far from the coast, all right, and probably a company. Yeah, they're not far. They're not far at all. Okay. They're they're not directly on the coast, you know, like Dan and and Judah, Manasseh, and Asher. Yeah, okay. All right, now we come to Naphtali. Or no, Asher. Yeah. And the fifth lot came out for the tribe of the children of Asher, according to their families. And their border was Helkath and Haley and Betan and Akshaph and Alamelech and Amad and Mishiel and reaches to Carmel westward and to Shihor-Libnath. And turneth toward the sun rising to Beth Dagon, and reacheth to Zebulun, and to the valley of Jephthahel toward the north side of Bethamech, and Neel, and goeth out to Kabul on the left hand, and Hebron, and Rehob, and Hammon, and Cana, even unto great Zidon. And then the coast turns to Ramah, and to the strong city Tyre. And the coast turneth to Hosa, and the outgoings thereof are at the sea from the coast to Akzib. Uma also, and Aphek, and Rehob, twenty and two cities with their villages. This is the inheritance of the tribe of the children of Asher, according to their families, 
these cities with their villages. Okay, and this territory ultimately became known as Phoenicia. Though we can see that the Israelites controlled this territory uh, from, well, well, 1406 B.C. when they invaded Canaan land. Okay, and uh, there were no Phoenicians before then, contrary to secular opinion. Okay, so uh, the city of Tyre, although uh, later on when uh, King Solomon hired uh, the king of Tyre to build much of the Jerusalem temple, that's uh, that's when the the kingdom of Tyre became uh, strong. It was just becoming strong at that time, but not at this point in time. So this proves that the Israelites were there before any country called Phoenicia ever existed. Back to you. Okay, now we have Naphtali. The sixth lot came out to the children of Naphtali, even for the children of Naphtali, according to their families. And their coast was from Heleph, from Alon to Zaanamon, and Adami, and Nekeb, and Jabneel, unto Lakem, and the outgoings thereof were at Jordan. And then the coast turns westward to Asnoth-Tabor, and goeth out from thence to Huckhock, and reacheth to Zebulun on the south side, and reacheth to Asher on the west side, and to Judah upon Jordan toward the sunrising. And the fenced cities are Zidim, Zer, and Hamath, Rakath, and Chinnereth, and Adama, and Ramah, and Hazor, and Kadesh, and Edri, and Enhazor, and Iron, and Migdalel, Horam, and Beth Bethanath, and Beth Shemesh, 19 cities with their villages. This is their inheritance of the children of Naphtali, according to their families. Okay. cities and their villages. Yeah, and their coastline is mentioned in verse 33. So we know that the, the, the Naphtalites were great seafarers as well. And uh, I, I tend to link them with uh, at least the north of Italy, if not all of Italy at one time, because the, their uh, symbol was the hind or the reindeer. Okay, and that was a national symbol of Italy. It still is. And he's a, he, what, Naples? Naples, Italy? You think that's named after Naphtali? <laughs> Could be. Mm-hmm. All right. Back to you. Inheritance for Dan. And the seventh lot came out for the tribe of the children of Dan, according to their families. And the coast of their inheritance was Zorah and Eshtael and Urshamesh and Shealabin and Ajalon and Jephla and Elon and Thimnatath and Ekron, and Eltecha, and Gibbethon, and Baalath, and Jehud, and Benabarak, and Gathrimon, and Mejarkon, and Rakon, with the border before Japho. And the coast of the children of Dan went out too little for them. Therefore the children of Dan went up to fight against Lashem, and took it, and smote it with the edge of the sword, and possessed it and dwelt therein, and called Leshem, Dan, after the name of Dan, their father. <clears throat> this is the inheritance of the tribe of the children of Dan, according to their families, okay. these cities with their villages. Okay, so here's an interesting passage related to the discussion we had earlier. So the place was called Leshem, 
uh, when they invented it and they changed it to Dan. Okay, so all of these mm-hmm. place names must be original from whoever, you know, whatever Canaanites or in many cases sometimes non-Canaanites dwelt mm-hmm. there. Back to you. Yep. Okay, the inheritance for Joshua. When they had made an end of dividing the land for inheritance by their coast, the children of Israel gave an inheritance to Joshua, the son of Nun, among them. According to the word of Yahweh, they gave him the city which he asked, even Tim, Timnath-Serah in Mount Ephraim, and he built the city and dwelt therein. These are the inheritances which Eleazar the priest and Joshua the son of Nun and the heads of the fathers of the tribes of the children of Israel divided for an inheritance by lot in Shiloh before Yahweh at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. So they made an end of dividing the country. Okay. Uh, I, did we previously discuss Dan taking over Mount Hermon? Was that? I don't for, believe we did. Okay. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe uh, because uh, my understanding is they, Mount Hermon was in their territory, and Mount Hermon is the, the place where the fallen angels fell. They, they descended to earth, according to many accounts. Okay. So, um, uh, Probably don't have time to get into that this week. Uh, maybe we can investigate that next week because that's a very important subject, uh, Mount Hermon. All right, back to you. Okay. Chapter 20, the cities of refuge. Yahweh also spoke unto Joshua, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, Appoint out for you cities of refuge, whereof I speak unto you by the hand of Moses, that the slayer that killeth any person unawares and unwittingly may flee thither. And they shall be your refuge from the avenger of blood. And when he has, when he that does flee unto one of these cities shall stand at the entering of the gate of the city and shall declare his cause in the ears of the elders of that city, they shall take him into the city unto them and give him a place that he may dwell among them. And if the avenger of blood pursues after him, then they shall not deliver the slayer up into his hand because he smote his neighbor unwittingly. And hated him not before time. And he shall dwell in that city until he stand before the congregation for judgment. And until the death of the high priest that shall be in those days. Then shall the slayer return and come unto his own city and unto his own house, unto the city from whence he fled. And they appointed Kadesh in Galilee and Mount Naphtali and Shechem in Mount Ephraim and Kirthjatharba. Which is in Hebron, in the mountain of Judah. And on the other side, Jordan by Jericho eastward, they assigned Bezer in the wilderness upon the plain out of the tribe of Reuben, and Ramoth in Gilead out of the tribe of Gad, and Golan in Bashan out of the tribe of Manasseh. These were the cities appointed for all the children of Israel, and for the stranger that sojourneth among them, that whosoever kills any person at unawares might flee thither and not die by the hand of the avenger of blood until he stood before the congregation. Mm-hmm. Okay. End of chapter 20. Okay. Did you have anything to say? Well, on that yeah, or? I was, uh, unfortunately, I, <laughs> my screen flipped and I wound up on Joshua chapter 21. Uh, so apparently it covered all of the 12 tribes, the sanctuary cities among all the 12 tribes. Mm-hmm. Did, uh, are, did any of them get missed, like uh, 
Simeon by any chance? So, uh, so let me flip into chapter 20. Kadesh. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that, that was a very short chapter. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The stranger, the sojourner is Gare, right? So obviously we, we wouldn't uh, be giving the, these uh, privileges to not Adamites, you know, such as the Nokri. All right. Okay, chapter 21. So, sorry, my screen flipped from 20 to 21, so I was ahead of you. Okay, now, now I'm even more confused. <laughs> All right, 21, chapter I 20. I only counted five cities. Yeah, okay, it, it continues in chapter, chapter 21. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. Then, then came near the heads of the fathers of the Levites unto Eleazar the priest, and unto Joshua the son of Nun, and unto the heads of the fathers of the tribes of the children of Israel. And they spake unto them at Shiloh in the land of Canaan, saying, Yahweh commanded by the hand of Moses to give us cities to dwell in, with the suburbs thereof for our cattle. And the children of Israel gave unto the Levites out of their inheritance at the commandment of Yahweh these cities and their suburbs. And the lot came out for the families of the Kohathites. And the children of Aaron the priest, which were of the Levites, had by lot out of the tribe of Judah and out of the tribe of Simeon, and out of the tribe of Benjamin, thirteen cities. And the rest of the children of Kohath had by lot out of the families of the tribe of Ephraim, and out of the tribe of Dan, and out of the half-tribe of Manasseh, ten cities. And the children of Gershon had by lot out of the families of the tribe of Issachar, and out of the tribe of Asher, and out of the tribe of Naphtali, and out of the half-tribe of Manasseh in Bashan, thirteen cities. The children of Merari by their families had out of the tribe of Reuben and out of the tribe of Gad and out of the tribe of Zebulun, 12 cities. And the children of Israel gave by lot unto the Levites these cities with their suburbs, as Yahweh commanded by the hand of Moses. And they gave out of the tribe of the children of Judah and out of the tribe of the children of Simeon these cities, which are here mentioned by name, which the children of of Aaron, being of the families of the Kohathites, who were of the children of Levi, had for their wars, for, uh, for theirs was the first lot. And they gave them the city of Arba, the father of Anak, Ooh. which city is Hebron. The giants. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. In the hill country of Judah, with the suburbs thereof round about it. But the fields of the city and the children and the villages thereof gave they to Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, for his possession. Thus they gave to the children of Aaron, the priest, Hebron, with her suburbs, to be a city of refuge for the slayer, and Libna with her suburbs, and Jetir with her suburbs, and Eshtemoa with her suburbs, and Holon with her suburbs, and Debir with her suburbs and Ain with her suburbs, and Judah with her suburbs, and Beth Shemesh with her suburbs, nine cities out of those two tribes, and out of the tribe of Benjamin, Gibeon with her suburbs, Geba with her suburbs, Anathoth with her suburbs, and Almon with her suburbs, four cities. All the cities of the children of Aaron, the priests, were 13 cities with their suburbs, and the families of the children of Kohath, the Levites, which remained of the children of Kohath, even they had cities of their lot out of the tribe of Ephraim. 
For they gave them Shechem with her suburbs and Mount Ephraim to be a city of refuge for the slayer, and Gezer with her suburbs, and Kibzaim with her suburbs, and Beth Haran with her suburbs, four cities. And out of the tribe of Dan, Elteca with her suburbs, Gibbethon with her suburbs, Ajalon with her suburbs, Gathrimon with her suburbs, four cities. And out of the half-tribe of Manasseh, Tanakh with her suburbs, and Gathrimon with her suburbs, two cities. All the cities were ten with their suburbs for the families of the children of Kohath that remained. And unto the children of Gershon, of their fam- of the families of the Levites, out of the other half-tribe of Manasseh, they gave Golan and Bashan with her suburbs to be a city for refuge for the slayer. Bishtera with her <laughs> suburbs, two cities. And out of the tribe of Ishakar, Kishon with her suburbs, Dabarath with her suburbs, Jarmuth with her suburbs, Inganim with her suburbs, four cities. And out of the tribe of Asher with her suburbs, Abdon with her suburbs, Helkath with her suburbs, and Rehob with her suburbs, four cities. And out of the tribe of Naphtali, Kadesh and Galilee with her suburbs to be a city of refuge for the slayer. And Hamoth Thor with her suburbs and Kartan with her suburbs, three cities. And all the cities of the Gershonites, according to their families, were 13 cities with their suburbs. And unto the families of the children of Merari, the rest of the Levites out of the tribe of Zebulun, Jachnium with her suburbs, and Karta with her suburbs, Dimna with her suburbs, Nahalal with her suburbs, four cities. And out of the tribe of Reuben, Bezer with her suburbs, and Jehazah with her suburbs, Kedemoth with her suburbs, and Mephath with her suburbs, four cities. And out of the tribe of Gad, Ramoth and Gilead with her suburbs, to be a city of refuge for the slayer, Amahanaim with her suburbs, Heshbon with her suburbs, Jazer with her suburbs, four cities in all. So all the cities for the children of Merari by their families, which were remaining of the families of the Levites, were by their lot twelve cities. All the cities of the Levites within the possession of the children of Israel were forty and eight cities with their suburbs. These cities were every one with their suburbs round about them. Thus were all these cities. And Yahweh gave unto Israel all the land which he sware to give unto their fathers, and they possessed it and dwelt therein. And Yahweh gave them rest round about, according to all that he sware unto their fathers. And there stood not a man of all their enemies before them. Yahweh delivered all their enemies into their hand. There failed not all any of any good thing which Yahweh had spoken unto the house of Israel. All came to pass." Okay, very good. Well, we see then that the uh, house of Levi, or the tribe of Levi, although they weren't given territory like the other tribes, the 48 cities, that's quite a lot of uh, real estate, right? Yeah. And, and valuable real estate at that because it's cities, right? Where all, where their judges, uh, began to operate and, uh, you know, the, the priesthood and the, what do you call it? The, uh, slaughtering of the 
uh, the animals, right, uh, for Passover, etc. So these cities were a very important hub for all 12 tribes. So they didn't lack inheritance in terms of cities. Uh, so that's a, a major development here. And uh, we, we can see that, uh, well, we have to assume, uh, we, we know that about 2 million Israelites came out of Egypt uh, what was their population after 40 years? <laughs> you know, just, just guessing maybe six or seven million, maybe eight million mm-hmm. after 40 years. So this is a lot of territory for a lot of people and they needed a lot of priests to do the officiating of the various feast days and uh, reading of the law, etc., etc. So that's what the Levites did and uh, Yahweh made sure that each tribe had a bunch of Levites Probably centrally located among them. Uh, did I miss Simeon? Did Simeon get a? Uh, yeah, must have because there were uh, there are twelve twelve districts that uh, are mentioned here. So twelve times four equals forty eight. So I may have missed it with uh, mention of the tribe of Simeon. But uh, but there was within the tribe of Judah, so they, they would have gotten some Levites one way or the other. All right, brother, very good. Uh, we're we're catching up with uh, with Joshua. Only three chapters to go. Looking forward to next week. Thanks for narrating. All right, Dan. Yeah, thank you. Enjoyed right. it. Yeah, me too. Take care, folks. Yahweh bless everybody. Okay. And yeah, uh, yeah so consult your local Levite. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> All right. What? <laughs>